Okay, quick. Get into it. Oh, the song's right. That's right. The year is 2013. It is the 14th of August. And you're wasting away on the North Coast where it's kind of cold today. And I'm Amigo Schmo. And uh, Freezing Mike. Nikki. Sweet cheeks. Because, it, yes, it is. Unusually cold here 50 for degrees August this morning. Fall is approaching. It stinks. And they stopped selling uh, summer shandy here at the bar. Oh, <laughs> it's not a good beer anyways. It is a good beer. It's a it's summer good. beer. And they replaced it with Oktoberfest. It's, look, it's too early for that. <laughs> you know, you know this? kidding. Yeah, they did. So they yeah. they don't have summer shandy on tap anymore. Instead, they have Oktoberfest. Yes. What, are they a department honest. store? Are they getting rid of their summer fashions? It's, yes, and it's not are. really them, too. It's Jeez. their distributor. They don't have any more summer shandy. They stopped making it for the summer. And uh, the kegs or the draft is out. I feel sorry for you Nancy boys that have to drink some machine. <laughs> I'm going to go and try to stock up and try to find something. Nancy boy. It's got to last me. i got to have it through at least be- the beginning of the football season when it's warm. You know who you sound like? My sister-in-law. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> she likes some machine. Yes. Well, all right. i, I got to hand it to her. His sister-in-law's a girl, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she likes a quality beer, so I'll give her that. <laughs> she stocks up on summer shandy so she can drink it all year round. Hey, look, well, I have no problem. It's, it's a refreshing little beer, but I don't seek it out. I like it in the summertime. It's refreshing. Look. It's refreshing. One day. I mean, it was hot yesterday, right? Uh, I wouldn't say hot. Oh, no, okay. Monday, we were playing bocce, and it was pretty warm, but that's when the storms came in. It'll, it'll get warm soon. It'll get warm in, yeah. what was it, like five days? It's going to almost get 90, I think, something like oh, that. Oh, well, it's supposed to be I low, saw a high of 87 coming up. What? Oh, really? What are they, what's Lion and Kugel's going to do then? I know. I'm, you they'll think I'm drinking all this Oktoberfest? They're full of shit. <laughs> You're going to have to go buy a lemon. It could be a real great beer. In fact, I may not buy, I might not drink Oktoberfest all year round, just to spite them. <laughs> I'm going to Oktoberfest. No. Sweet Cheeks is actually serve? is going to Oktoberfest in Munich. Wow. And she's going to order summer shandy there. No. <laughs> but like lime. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You screwed up. They bought the appropriate You would have only got that. Nobody I already else have one, that. but my friend is taking me journal shopping to an authentic German store. A wider audience would appreciate my cool. joke. That's true. You, you would have She said the they're masks. like 160 euros, which is at least quality. 200 American dollars. I didn't sound like you did. Wow. But well, I think you're going to have to model it for the podcasting audience. That only seems fair. Fair enough. Or two. Well, that's That'd cool. be fun, though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind that. Ask her to play some Jimmy Buffett there. Yeah. Seriously, Margaritaville. Oh, yeah, I don't know exactly what I was on. They, they, pro- they probably um, would. Those, those, those it's Margarita Bird. And play, ask them to tell them to play that one song. You should wear. It's a beautiful. It's a beautiful day. A waist and a waist shirt. I love that song. Do we have any extra waist and a waist shirts anywhere? Probably not. Yeah. Oh, you know, I might have something. You gave them all the, the bar If I give you a shirt, will you wear it? Well, I'll give you one of mine. Nicely. If I were, if I had a shirt that was smaller, we'll a couple. Would you wear it there? You get oh. a picture taken with our shirt, oh, please. I'm wearing my two strategically also. placed oh, no, no, business no, cards. I'm wearing For my one day in Germany. Yes. Maybe. Pass out our business cards. Yes, I got. I got those somewhere. Figure this out. And Oktoberfest, it's supposed to still be summer because it's the middle of August. It's, August it's, yeah. it's just about the middle. And, uh, and we're just a few weeks out of uh, having a Buffett show here. Less than a month. At hey. Comerica Park. Speaking of that, <laughs> nicely done, Mike. You see there? <laughs> when we last left off, 
this being part two of uh, our visit to Comerica Park, we had just gotten to our seats. Well, no, actually, I think we'd already gotten through Jackson Brown. Yeah, and yeah, we were Jackson Brown. We were waiting for Jimmy to start, and I tried uh, using my my app to log back into my home computer, and it wouldn't work at all. So I no, I was flying blind. I had no idea if I was still recording or not. <laughs> And I couldn't Instagram or anything because I had just as usual. I had a had a signal but couldn't do anything online. I, that's, I, I know this is a first. I know they world. say it comes with age, but it's still frustrating. I know this is a first world problem, but uh, but pet peeve is you know your phones just don't work when you're aware a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. When you like you need them to work. And how do people they tweet they're at Pine Knob at a show, but it doesn't work. Or I mean you, you know. And hold it up really high. It must work for some people though, because you do yeah. you do see stuff. And I, I, I might have one I have sprint, so it might not work but I don't know. Verizon is supposed to be the best, whatever, but it's you have power, you have a lot of bars, you have LTE, yet you can't do anything because it's just too busy. And it it just pisses me off, but that's like something really snobby to be pissed off about, but still. You're allowed. So anyway, we were at our seats, and Hud was doing his field trip with the girls. I remember we were talking about that, and then uh, and we were swapping out seats. And he was all pretty much right on. I mean, it was very timely, right? I mean, everything yeah. was timely the whole show. Jack Brown was right at seven thirty. So clearly, mm-hmm. the the Bing and Bong thing yeah. must have been after Jackson Brown. Yeah, they talked about Jackson Brown. They talked about Jackson Brown, and they also said that uh, they apologized for not being able to broadcast him. They said they were still working out doing that, so maybe he might be broadcast before the Alpine Valley show because that's the next Buffett Jackson Brown, yep. um, which would be duo. great. Because you know That'd I really cool. enjoyed that. I, I thought he did a great job. He yeah. sounded awesome. I might have said that. So if they do broadcast, I mean, if we hear him before Alpine Valley, then we'll know that it was successful. Yes. There we go. And, and I, it, I it does seem strange. I mean, what what is the big holdup? It's not it's like they're recording him. They're just broadcasting it. It's got to be his people, yeah. his lawyers. Yeah, but he's, he's just being broadcast. It's not like well, it's not like we want to film him and release it on a home video. They're afraid it sounds are recorded. Yeah. It does sound good. It's digital. And uh, nobody's going to buy the record. Mm-hmm. That's what they're afraid Get of. your freaking phone off that table. Jeez. It's oh. vibrating the whole thing. I can hear it over here. <laughs> I usually don't buy the table. Give me a break. I'm a load of... Anyway, once in a while, um, the first inkling we had that the Buffett concert was about to start was "Brown Eyed Girl" off the Robert G. Lovely Cruz CD, and Mike said, "Oh, it's my favorite song." So I was thinking it was one particular harbor. I didn't even pay attention to that. Oh, I just thought, oh, it's one particular harbor. So I, when I was labeling the the track list, I wrote down one particular harbor for this song, but it's "Brown Eyed Girl." I was Cheers surprised to hear it later too. I mean. But I guess he's been doing that. And uh, they set off confetti cannons to blow confetti onto the stage. I mean, onto the crowd. But the wind just turned it into a big wall of confetti that didn't go anywhere. It just kind of stayed in place and fluttered around. And then it ended up on the stage. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Actually, it was very funny. Although we were close I didn't know to that, have but confetti come by us. Yeah, there was like there was like this last second gust that blew it toward us, but for the most part, it just went it went to the left and right and just stayed there like a big curtain of confetti in front of the stage. That's right. We were watching, or I was watching some dude on the side of the stage, and then he pointed and they went off. Ooh. 
I just happened to watch this guy. I'm like, what's this guy doing? He's doing something. He's waiting for something. He's looking at something. Then he goes, he points, and then the cans went off immediately. Just like this. Yay! I do like the sound. It's like watching, it's like back in the old days when I had a laser disc player. <laughs> I remember my computer. Not that part, though. This is my startup on the computer. Okay, everybody computer. has to talk loud. Uh, we'll go through the same rigmarole. All right, can we turn the speakers off out there? Oh, uh, I'm going to try. What? It didn't work this should time? I try? Oh, I'll try again. Okay, we have to, because they're on in here, right? Yes. Oh, they're on. Hey! How about that? It actually worked. Alrighty. And uh, after Barna Girls slash One Particular Harbor, they did the opening medley, the new thing they got going. And it starts off with this conch horn. And I was wondering if, like, during the old Tiki Time tour, they had actors and costumes and stuff like that. And I was wondering if some somebody was going to run out dressed as a native and, and blow a conch horn. But no, it was just, it was just on the audio. The stage was dark. They should have done that. Shut up. Don't give him any ideas. Because I know he listens to this podcast. He just won't admit it. But anyway. Um, and then uh, they showed video during the, the medley, the music. They showed different video clips from over the years, home video type stuff, yeah. uh, documentary-like stuff. And, uh, and I saw that there were a bunch of people at the very back of the stage just standing there in a cluster looking at us, just waiting. And I guess it was the band. But instead of waiting on the wings, they just came out and stood at the back of the stage and just stood there, <laughs> waiting for their cue. And then they came out, and, or they stepped forward and then got in position and kicked into Kinja. That was cool to hear. I know uh, Buffett comes up with different lyrics pertaining to the different locations, but I didn't know that he put the lyrics up on screen. They had the, the original lyrics that he sang up on screen with a, with a bouncing beach ball so you could follow along. So I thought that was interesting because that requires extra work. They have to change the graphics for every show. Oh, yeah. And he had references to Motor City and Downtown. They talked no. a lot about Detroit on the, the Bing and Bong thing, the pre-show. Since I didn't need to listen to it. But, uh, did we declare bankruptcy after this? That was the like day, before. day before. We, did, we declared the day before. huge news. Yeah, it was national news the, like, yeah, the yeah. day before. So it was a major thing. Yep, there are a lot of comments about it on Buffett News in the thread for the Detroit show. It is odd. Okay, about how it's bankrupt. And here's about how it was uh, like the best thing for Detroit was to have Jimmy show up and, and get us in a good mood. And other people were just slagging on Detroit, calling it shit Detroit and stuff like that. <laughs> well, and people think, you know, like just the city declared bankruptcy, but not like everybody that visits the city is bankrupt too. <laughs> I know. I mean, are all the or or uh, Wall Street yeah. right away? I mean, everybody's stock with you know Ford. Everything yeah. like Ford went bankrupt because they're by Detroit. Yeah, they're Just not, you're they're not Detroit, even in Detroit. Around Detroit, yeah, all, all the money around? is in the suburbs. It might not be in the actual city of Detroit, but it's not like the whole area's gone bankrupt. There's still right. plenty of money in the suburbs. You're all bankrupt. It's the whole you know. God. But that's apparently what people believe. Yeah, well, like I said, I mean, it wasn't just people that are on message boards. Wall Street seemed to believe that. 
they're confused by this. They didn't know what to think. Uh, so all the businesses have anything with Detroit, their stock's going down. Like, like because Detroit's bankrupt, like nobody should show up for the Jimmy Buffett show? <laughs> yeah, like nobody's got money yeah. to go to this The show? tickets we already paid for suddenly vanished. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, I didn't know what to think either. Okay, Detroit's going make. What does that mean exactly to yeah. everyday life? Nothing. No, no. Not one thing. Nope. Not yet, anyway. Nope. Not to us. It, it, it's, you know... Maybe matters to retirees from the the city that aren't going to get their pensions yeah. anymore, but that doesn't affect anybody else. It doesn't affect services. They still have police and fire, and you know, however good they were before, they're probably no better now or worse. But. Yeah, it's, it is odd though to be so. Then when the national news and you know how they just generalize everything, so. But that's what people get in their heads, you know, like uh, the entire region is just uh, just a mess. They can't have a Buffett show. <laughs> anyway, Kinja, I know it's different words and stuff, but has he played? I know he's played other cities, but I mean, other tours for us. I don't think if I've ever heard this. Show. No, he hasn't played Kinja since the Don't Stop. The and I never tour. saw that tour. It wasn't here, and I didn't road trip. You guys went on. No, that's the that's the last time. But since then, he's played. This is the opening for every single show. Yeah. And second song for us was Landfall. Which I believe is the second song all the time. Or, or maybe the first couple of shows it might have been the third song, but usually it's the second song. Lincoln and Hud can sit in your bitch about the same old show and stuff. But he likes but that song. He does like that song. And I like that song. That's, and that's an a- ass. You can't <laughs> complain you can't complain about hearing Finns and Cheeseburger every show. You know what's gonna okay. happen. No, really. It, That's it, true of every artist. Name me one artist whose every single set list is completely different. Exactly. I've played this song this week. I can never play it till till two years from now. There's just certain artists that do different types of tours, but they're always in little places. You know, the Fox Theater, Bob Dylan, or something, and he's only playing certain songs. Even he repeats his Probably. songs. You might put them in a different order, but they still but get you, repeated. You can't. We're just we're so close to it. You can't. You got the eight songs. That's fine. And then, but you know, he this is like a deep cut off of a great album. It really is a deep cut, you know. This wasn't something that was, and he didn't. Yeah, not he didn't always play it at the shows and stuff. But he's played it here and there, and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. And I love the song, and I love it live. It just—it's a good song. Yeah, it's one of the few blocking songs from that album. You got to—I mean, this is yeah. There's artists out there. There's no artist like you just said, Mickey. But there's artists out there that wouldn't even go to a deep cut like this, like a good rock, a good song, Caribbean rock and roll, and it's. I'd miss fingers, but... Yeah. So, pop quiz for Annie. Do you know who Lauren Bacall is? No. Okay. <laughs> Let the record show that she pointed at Nikki <laughs> right between the eyes and made it clear that it was no. Because I know. never heard of her before. He, uh, Jimmy changed lyrics to say, I, I want you to know I did meet Lauren Bacall. And I'm, I'm thinking, how many people in the crowd know who Lauren Bacall is? <laughs> And I made a point to say, you know that lyric that you didn't I, know it before? I'd say quite a few people did. There, there was a, a few little it bit older. Maybe, maybe half and half. Don't tell me my business. No, no, because it's crucial. song after that was Stars on the Water, which he sang to taunt the fact we, it didn't rain. So it's like, gee, thanks, Jimmy. Way to threaten the weather gods. <laughs> yeah. He really likes Stars on the Water. Yeah, he, it's a good song, but he, he really wishes he wrote that song. Yep, he has said that before. <laughs> and 5 O'Clock Somewhere used to be very late in the set list, but it was the next song here, and 
Jimmy uh, tips his hat to the future urban marijuana growers of America sitting in the top deck of the stadium. And he was saying how they would be able to raise up enough money to get Detroit out of bankruptcy. Use our, our, uh, our, well not our, use their empty lots to uh, grow urban marijuana. That's better than what they have. I have something. Yeah. Talk to my brother. Yeah, <laughs> you, your brother can be the chief. And also, <laughs> sorry, also during the inter, uh, the uh, introduction, they, uh, Mac added that he'd be playing a Wounded Warriors concert in Ferndale the following night, the night after our show. And Mike and I were talking about going to it. Didn't last long. Our talk didn't last all that long. Do you remember where it was? It was uh, Dino's, the same place. Uh, were you with us? No. We went there pre-Roger uh, Klein one time. Yeah. And Michelle's, one of her birthday dinners was at Dino's. Yeah. In it fact, it was her the... idea to go there, I think. Yeah. Instead she of, likes uh, Dino's. She goes there. Uh, how, how was Bayou? We usually go there. Yeah. How was Bayou? So great a change. And Dino's is cool. Yeah, it was all right. But he was playing there, and then we thought about going, and then I quickly forgot, or thought about not going. Yeah, <laughs> I just didn't feel like going the next day. I was wiped out from the previous day. And... But wasn't it? We looked at this. I thought it was a private party. No, and it, it wasn't. I think you said that. In fact, I think you said it was like the following week or later in the month or something like that. And I said, no. He said at the show it was the next day. And I did look at the website. I did go that far. I looked it up. And it I was we did. Yeah, we looked because I didn't see you. Yeah. I didn't see you after the show. But I just couldn't muster the uh, energy to go. Drive on the way up the front I was buffered it out. Yeah, you know, it, looking back, I'm like, geez, I could, I had the neck that day off. Yeah, but it was nice. I to was just decompressing. Relax. It was because I went on vacation the very next. I did not. I Monday. worked the next day, so I mean, it was, it was just resting. I couldn't uh, do it. I also like uh, the part where Mac asks, what would Jimmy Buffett do? I like the fact that usually Jimmy says, I'd go to Pittsburgh and buy a land shark. But this time he said, what would Jimmy Buffett do? And Jimmy just says, play Detroit. Yeah. yeah. That's it. It sounded funny, like he ran out of an idea. And no, just, I liked it. It's like, that's it. You know, enough that was said. cool. Play Detroit. Detroit. Enough said. That's it. Yeah, he didn't say, play Detroit in Comerica Park where the Tigers play. You know, too much to throw in a one. Just play Detroit. Yeah. Next song was Knees in My Heart. And when he mentioned Jamaica, I'm going, oh, crap, it's Jamaica mistake. I thought yes. the same thing. But I thought so, too. He went in Knees in My Heart, which he does do a lot, but still, I, I, better than I like hearing Knees in My Heart more than... If that's my thing. choice, yes. Yeah. But I could Again, still do it without it. It's a deep cut on a, a decent yeah. album. But he seems to like it because he keeps bringing it out. Next song was Weather With You, which began with a long introduction about uh, Jimmy Bean and the Tiger's dressing room. It's a decent song. It's, you know, decent. <laughs> You're being more charitable than you were at the, I, at I, the it's, time. I know, I, but I listened to it just the other day. In fact, today. You're complaining it about it. Like, why does he keep bringing this song back? I know, but it's it's all right. And now we get into Hud's favorite part of the concert. Um, mm-hmm. Next song was Come Monday. From the Ravens Gallery. But if he didn't that. play Come Monday, we'd probably bitch. I mean, at least Come Monday. He should play it. I have no notes for this. Come Monday. It's just he played Come Monday. Yeah, of course, no, no, of course. That's, that's the note. He did. He talked about the Raven Gallery again because he talks about the Raven Gallery all the time. But I don't remember the Raven Gallery. Song after this is a new one. I want to go back to Cartagena, and as soon as Jimmy introduced Johnny Martini, I thought, Oh God, here we go, pencil and mustache. Yes. 
but now he performed. I want to go back to Cartagena, which I believe was the third time this tour. So we got a uh, a little treat that others have not gotten. And I like this song a lot. I thought this was one of the standouts for me. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to it on the new record. <laughs> Jimmy mentioned Don no, Cornelius during the intro of Soul Train, um, but I didn't think he was from Detroit. I didn't think so either. Yeah, I was wondering why he. My research, it. my research shows that he's from Chicago, so I'm really not sure why. Why yeah, Jimmy associated Don Cornelius with? Detroit. Let's do a quick quiz with Annie. Unless do you know who Don Cornelius thing? is? No. <laughs> if you don't know Lauren Bacall... Do you know what this show Soul Train is? Do you know that I was conceived in I, Yes, I know. I, it's just a test. And you there's, know there's some mental block that won't allow you to learn anything <laughs> before <laughs> that. You're impervious to history. One thing about... She, she's pretty good on music before she was born. She knows this stuff a little bit, though... She thinks Turn the Page was Metallica's big hit. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Maybe it's they uncalled. did remake But you don't song. remember. Do you know what Soul Train was that ring a bell at all? The, the, the TV show Soul it. Train? I've heard about it. You ever American Bandstand? I've heard about it. Okay. I don't watch TV. No, and we didn't. We did talk about Don Crowley said the show. But I mean, she, I don't, you know, Soul Train was like the R&B version of American Bandstand, I guess. Next song was Son of a Son of a Sailor. I have no notes. Just because the title. it's the same. Yeah. And then Boat Drinks after that. And it was at this point that Radio Margaritaville lost signal with Detroit. And they uh, played a couple songs while they waited to regain the signal. They played uh, Buffett's version of Tequila and also A Lot to Drink About. And then Boat Drinks shows up, but they left A Lot to Drink About and Boat Drinks playing at the same time, which was Not really annoying. It's driving me crazy. Turn it down. Get back to Show. While I'm listening to the recording. But this is, you know, why this happened, because Detroit's bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Just only explanation. They had enough money in the kitty to broadcast that yep. much of it. Yeah, they ran out of power. They collected more, yeah, they collected more money. And but it they, seemed like since they played a song and a half, it, it got me wondering, was Boat Drinks the actual song that followed some of the song of the sailor? Because Jimmy's talking about uh, uh, Mardi Gras, and then suddenly the next thing from the concert that shows up is, is Boatrix. Hmm. But I can't remember any other song. Is that on Buffett News or anything? They just go by the recording. They go by the recording. I'd have to go look at a set list or something. But it seemed like there's anything else in there. But uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure that it was Boatrix after Son of the Sailor. But it still kind of bugs me that that was, actually, that was kind of a long time to be down. I mean, you said a song and a half kind of thing. Uh, well, tequila. Well, tequila is a short, short song. Short song. Yeah. But anyway, um, and also what what uh, Radio Margaritaville listeners didn't hear was, I remember Jimmy introducing Poetrinks by saying he's got to play a hockey song in a hockey town, something like that. And yeah, I, don't, I don't remember the introduction being that much longer. Yep. So I don't know. I'm all confused. Song after that was we're going from from Hud's favorite part of the concert to Mike's favorite part of the concert to drunk to karaoke. Uh, God, they're playing the uh, album version of this now on Radio Margaritaville. It's Toby Keith's on it. There you go. I love I Toby Keith. I met Toby Keith. Tell him this song sucks. Me and Joe did, and Joe looked like a six-year-old child. Looks like a, a six-year-old now. 
she was super, he looked real super stupid. drunk. They were threatening me to take her out of the line to meet him. But then she like turns it on and she's normal when she meets him. <laughs> and then he oh. just looks like a complete fool. I know. After I was okay. But anyway, he called her baby girl. And I Best told him, day of my life. I saw you at the Ford 100 year thing. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I give a fuck about you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All he heard was. Flying around his head. Hey. Oh, here we go. So anyway, so Toby Keith's on it, and they're, I'll, I'll, I'll reserve final judgment till I hear it out enough. Well, the, it's the same audio as the video. If you played the video, it's the same audio. I haven't played the video. Um, I know enough to know I forgot I don't like it. Thank you. And Mac joked about the fact he had to do some of the vocals for boat drinks because Jimmy was too far away from the microphone fielding beach balls and I wanted to listen to boat drinks specifically to hear the part that Max sings and of course that's the song we don't have. Yeah, you know what, I remember that happening but, but I, I, I thought it was pretty seamless. He did a great job of covering it. He must have anticipated it. He's not making it back here. Yeah, yeah. Well, they played together before. So I, I can't tell if it's part of the recording or not. So I don't know. I don't know if we... Plus we have the mystery, missing song. Um, there was lots of stuff going on on the video screens, putting up lyrics and stuff. And uh, since Mike hates the song so much, it got me thinking maybe this is an act of desperation on their part to get the audience involved by putting all the lyrics on it. Flashing well, graphics and it's I've, karaoke. I felt that they didn't incorporate enough new stuff. But a lot of it I remember from last year. They needed to spice it up a little bit. Well, like, like how? Well, like it's coming right from the HUD camp. Yeah. I'm just saying, like how this is your second like, song. You're already bitching about your second just, show. You're already bitching about general, repetition. Like how they've got the the reflection of the water or the light off the water, and then you see like the pirate flag in the school or whatever. That was old. The whole mermaid yeah. stunt, the mermaids floating around with all the bubbles and shit, that was the entirely same thing as last year. I feel like Jimmy Buff of all people could have been a but little I more like creative and done something new. <laughs> yeah, you and Joe both. I, I don't like the mermaids, it freaks me out. I like the there mermaids. I said it. I'm, I find myself holding my breath because they're, they're breathing in the tubes and I can't take it anymore. I'm like, oh my god, what if she. I, that would be horrible to have this job, I'm thinking. <laughs> it bugs me, it just bothers me. It uh, doesn't bother me. But they only had on a little bit for this show while last year was on for all the time. Yeah. Well, it was the whole intro. Yeah. So, he's just borrowing some stuff. I, I'm having no problem with it. I no. thought the screens looked fantastic. I have a big so, problem with the stupid song. <laughs> Mike, you know what? Because of Toby Keith, it's probably going to get picked up by uh, country stations and it's probably going to turn into a hit and it's just yeah. going to encourage Jimmy to do more of that same kind of crap. Of course. Knock yeah. it off. I have a feeling it's not going to go very far. I, I, I know they right. want it. That's why you invited Toby Keith to be on it, but I have a feeling it's not going to Like gonna it's going to be another right. Red Solo Cup kind of thing, but it's not. Right. God, I'm Well, I'd rather have Two Drinks of Karaoke go farther than Red Solo Cup, which is the dumbest freaking song. Well, at least when we saw Toby Keith, the whole the, what the, the big Solo Cup thing, dumbass piece of crap song. They were Okay, inflatable. I just foam my head over. They were real foam cups. <laughs> real plastic solo cups. Foam. <laughs> that, did you see the article idiot. where uh, Toby Keith said he, he offered the song to Jimmy? The solo cup thing? Yeah. Oh, God. And I didn't see And that. I'm thinking, 
they actually wrote it. Yeah. I, they just didn't come up with it while, they, while the tape was rolling. I heard it was some kind of joke thing, I guess that was, and then he offered it to Jimmy, then he did it himself. Ugh. But I tell you what, that for him was a stroke. Of, I mean, when we were tailgating, everybody had read solo cups. Yeah. Uh, hey, outfits. Dave, I'm holding yeah. it right in my hand. Who said this? Red solo cup. <laughs> Look. How did he know? <laughs> Look, uh, I have one now. Um, Mike cursed this song to Jar to Crokey because my recording back home ended right in the middle of this song. I didn't know it though, but that's rightfully where, so. That's where it ended. So I blame it all on Mike. The fact I only have half of the concert, half of the concert live is all Mike's fault. All part of my plan to eliminate this song from existence. Uh, next song, Cheeseburger. No notes. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> but I like it. I still Me like either. cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. Cheeseburger's fun. Uh, and I'm on the record as liking cheeseburgers themselves. I'm, I'll say it before I, so I said it before, I'll say it again. It took multiple shows for me to ever hear this song live. Hmm. He just didn't play it the first few times the song. It wasn't the song he, was he played. I like cheeseburgers. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. That would have been better. I said it before, I'll say it again. I really like cheeseburgers. Next little bit was Robert G, Robert G playing bow drinks on steel drums, solo. And uh, I know I had debated whether it was uh, recording or not, but it was definitely live. And I assume they played videos during it while they make the transition to the acoustic part. But all they did was a little Raiders of the Lost Ark map where the little planes flying down the mm. eastern seaboard with a little dotted line behind it, landing in the Caribbean with a big red X. And after that, they dove into the acoustic part, which was Volcano. And uh, Mr. Utley had a funny introduction for that song. And for the next song, Jimmy started to introduce uh, Southern Cross, but Matt corrected him and said that the next song was actually something about a boat. That's right, he was going to skip the song. Yeah, the uh, set lists that were taped to the floor of the stage got covered by confetti, so Jimmy accidentally introduced the wrong song. And then to correct it, he, he actually flopped out of his chair onto his hands and knees and dusted the confetti off the set list. It was pretty funny to see him just drop to the floor like that. Yeah. That's when I realized what happened to, him, to the confetti. I couldn't really tell. And then after Southern Cross was the Southern Cross instrumental, once again played solo by Robert G. Oh, I forgot the volcano part. Um, after the volcano blows, there's this huge big sound effect, and I was wondering what it looked like on screen, because usually they have that animation of the volcano, the lava-filled volcano going off. But all it was was the same map, and it shook really violently, and then there was a little, the word poof on the screen, <laughs> right above the drawing of the, on the map of the volcano. Anomalia. Yeah. Well, let's go back to... So I thought this, that was really funny, waiting for the big lava effect, and all it was was this tiny little word Above the I didn't. I don't remember the poof, but I remember everything shaking. Go back to uh, um, something about a boat. Yes. Thoughts? I love that song. There you go. I we we, we discussed, discussed about this before and listened to it in one of the first shows. No, so it, I, I was really happy to hear it. Yeah, this was. I, I this is a standout for me. It's. Uh, I really it's enjoyed some, this song. This is gonna be on the album. Is someone on this out song with him or something? No, this was a Django 
Yeah, it's written uh, by Django Walker. Walker. Jerry Jeffson. Django oh, Jeff Walker. And a bunch of other guys. That's right. So that's the club. That's the, that's the thing I'm thinking of. Okay. Okay. Carry on. I just no, want I to like say that. Thumbs up. I can't wait to hear I am the, looking forward to hear yes. it on the uh, studio version. Full band was back for Changes in Latitudes. Then um, Jimmy had some problems switching to an acoustic guitar and found out it was all his fault because his uh, plug wasn't in all the way. And uh, he got ready to play Pirate Looks at 40 and he realized that uh, the, the pattern he was playing reminded him of Stevie Wonder's Living for the City. And I went to go listen to Living for the City and I kind of don't see how he got that idea. He's just playing to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, yeah, he's been doing this a long day. <laughs> and he also uh, mentioned Detroit at the very end of the song. Yeah, that was actually a, a pretty cool uh, yeah, little mention. He said, uh, he said it's time to remake this town, uh, which, remake which this somebody... Town. And then he said, uh, and I know you can, or something like that. Words of encouragement from Jimmy. It was pretty cool. Yeah, somebody on uh, Buffett News was pissed off about that, saying that it sounded very insincere. See, bullshit. I, didn't, I, I don't, don't agree with exactly. that at all. I was this it was the very first from Detroit on Buffett News? I assume so. Oh, really? Oh, kiss my ass. Now, see, then you get the people overreacting to the people, the idiots that don't know what they're thinking of, don't know what it means, and saying stuff. Then you got the people overact into that. See, I thought that was a overset cool moment. I, and, I, and I had been wondering on the lead ever since we heard the announcement that. You know the whole bankruptcy thing. Is Jimmy going to address it? What can he possibly say and, and keep things? Well, he light? put it in this song. He's the the best song ever written. He put it in the song, it's and then someone's going to mention about it. He did exactly Mr. what I expect Jimmy to do. Make no mistake. He mentioned it in this a great way. Unprecedented. And he mentioned it in a supportive way. Yeah, I yeah. thought he was going to take a couple pot shots at the city, which no, yeah, it would be fine. I wouldn't be insulted by it. I thought he was going to needle us. And, and make some jokes. Well, see, I didn't know. I didn't. It could, he could have gone that way with it. Yeah. Or he could have been supportive. And I thought I, I, I really wanted to see what he was going to do. And then, yeah. So he he went words of encouragement. High road. So someone's just oversensitive. Yeah. Because they should know that this is unbelievable. That the city's bankrupt. It's unbelievable. Yes, it's, it is unprecedented. The city of this size, something like this, happened. And and he he handled it as far as I'm concerned. Perfect. He did exactly. What Jimmy Buffett should, should say and do. Yeah. Nice job. Next song was One Particular Harbor, and he mentions the Detroit sunshine instead of, I think last year he said Michigan sunshine. And it was a sunny day for most of the day. Yeah. A nice day. All in all, it was a buffety day. <laughs> Next song after that was Back Where I Come From. Mac did a short dedication to the city of Detroit. And instead of, uh, I believe, the last couple of years, they played sports footage on the screen. But this time, they added a bunch of uh, historical photos and, and uh, area landmarks. And by the end of the song, I was almost in tears. It was a beautiful moment. And I swear I had to fight back tears. <laughs> song after that, All Night Long. No Lionel Richie, but it was still pretty cool to hear again. They do a good job with it. I'm okay with it. And they had fireworks on the video screen, and I kept hoping that since it was such a big show that we'd get actual fireworks, but no, they didn't do it. They were only on screen behind the video of the Ren Sen. Next song was Finns. 
Jimmy said there were tiger sharks instead of land sharks, since he was in the Tigers Stadium. And at the end of the song, he talked about Detroit Strong, and I wonder how Boston feels about that. Hmm. So Boston Strong. (laughs) It's caused nothing but stupid arguments. So that's just the kind of thing everybody would argue Detroit's way stronger. Yeah, but the whole Stanley Cup thing, the Chicago made fun of it. And that was the last song for the concert proper, and when he came back for encores, the first encore was Brown Eyed Girl. Um, this was the actual song, not just the audio that I thought was one particular album. And uh, it really sounds like Jimmy says Connecticut Park instead of America Park. <laughs> but at least... Earlier in the pre-show chat, they did say Comerica Park. Last year, they said they were convinced it was Co-America Park. (laughs) Because they just couldn't get that it was Comerica instead of Co-America. But anyway, the song after that was Knee Deep. No notes. And then Margaritaville with the boat drinks reprise. And uh, the the whole verse about him falling in Australia is getting really old. I have to point that out. It's like, now that he's singing about it, it seems so long ago that that event happened. It probably mm-hmm. seems like days to him, but to everybody else, it seems like years ago. Yep, it's time to move on. And that was the third That was the third encore. Second encore? Third encore. Third encore, and... The band stayed on stage instead of disappearing. They stayed on stage so they could do the final encore, Oldest Surfer on the Beach, which I thought was was the perfect ending. Yep. I yeah. agree. That was the ending I was hoping for, and that was the ending I got. And everybody, could, all the haters, like HUD, could complain about the set list. He ended the song with the new, end of the show with a new song. And there were four new songs in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, four songs he's never played for us before. Yeah. I don't know what else. One thing I thought was funny was everybody started sitting down after a couple minutes, after a couple moments of the song, everybody started sitting down and it's like, you're going to be leaving at yeah, the very the end last, of this. Just stay on. Enjoy it. Jeez. Because yeah. it's new. They just want to hear the familiar stuff. That's a great song. Another great song. So, um, what did you guys think? That's the whole show. That's the yeah. set list. What's your final review? I had a good time. I, was, I, I liked the four songs. Well, I like three of songs. <laughs> um, and uh, it was a good, solid show. I had, I had fun. Yeah, I mean, it could sound like I can't, I don't have strong feelings either way. It was a good time, and it was a good show. He, I, he's, he's filled up Comerica Park twice. We had great seats. It sounds like this was even more uh, well attended than the show before. It seems like it, even though they were kept saying there's more, there's tickets, there's tickets. Yeah, yeah, they kept but selling tickets. It, was, it seemed more filled. But before it was like we, we got almost 40,000 last year, and now this year they're saying they had over 40,000. Right. It's like 44,000 was what I saw. Some, it's like they didn't expect to sell it all last year. Last year was 39,000. And I don't know, I mean, we weren't sitting that far away from where we sat last year, but you know, the crowd sounded louder. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. Last year they sounded quiet to me. Everybody's in the good time where I was, there was a lot of room because in front of us nobody had tickets or something, the way it is, because you're too close to the bottom. 
But we were just in a dead zone or something last year. I think it was just the wind or something. Because I know that we were surrounded by thousands of people. Yeah. They couldn't have just been sitting it was silently funny, all the time. Like, well, yeah. But it did sound like only quiet. 10 people were making really? noise. Nobody's a I guess I didn't have that last time. We, you know, it had to have been the wind or some kind of weird you know, And he played new songs. I mean, you know, thumbs up for doing it. He, he's mixed it up more than other artists do. Like Beach Boys, you think they're out doing new songs. And, and they just came through Freedom Hill. You, you know, you know he's, he, he's still coming. The band is very good. It's, they sound terrific. I thought the sound was really good, except for messing up because it's coming apart. This sound was really good for Jackson Brown and him. Yeah, all in all, you know, I can't believe Jackson how good the Brown sound is. Great. It's like a stadium show, you know. And he's even Jackson Brown sounded really good. Jackson Brown, and then and then Buffett said, so yeah, I mean, it was solid. And, you know, he's for in his upper mid sixties or whatever, upper sixties. And he's our whole uh, show, man. Our pre-game thing, everybody paced themselves, every, everybody was well-behaved. Well, the whole thing went off well. That was a, a disappointment. <laughs> that was just boring. <laughs> no, no, for me it was great. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we had food, food and good, good tailgate, and I had a little nap during Yay. the show. So all in all, it was, no, it was, a good, it was a good solid time. Not too hot. No, no, it was comfortable. Warm summer, but not summer. It wasn't like today. Mm. The mid mid August uh, freeze. Decades. So, sweet cheeks. What do you think? Besides the video part, what do you think of the concert? Oh, I had a fun time. It's a little bit pricey for the seats we got. We weren't that far off the main, like the floor, so it's a little bit of a price jump. But well, it was a good time. Once we relocated voluntarily because of the pricks in front of us into the open section, they wouldn't sit down. And they're all huge. Oh, 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 that's right. We had a family of people that wouldn't ever sit down. We didn't have anyone sit down. No, well, I meant, because we're, we're on the incline and stuff, so sit down. You don't have to. The problem is they were just standing. They weren't, like, dancing. They weren't, like, enjoying themselves. They were just standing. There's nobody in front of them because, like, nobody has tickets. On the lower seats, so and, and I'm not, you know, it's weird to bitch about that. But after a while, we just moved because there was empty seats everywhere. So we moved, so that if we wanted to sit down, we could. I mean, they were just right in front of you, you know. You got their butts there and everything. It wasn't like they're all going. It was like the family's older and younger, and they just—it's it was they're just standing like this, arms crossed. It was just odd. It was bothering me. It's like. My You're vibrating the table. Man, oh man, where'd you and hear you're the one bitching at me. On the seat. On the chair? Yeah. And you're the one yelling at me. Well. Don't don't tap on the table. You upset well, you, the recording. Don't you have your tongue said you And mostly you upset me when I'm listening on my headphones and I can hear it. <laughs> I thought the concert was excellent. And there were three criteria that I had. After looking at the other set list, I did not want to hear Jamaica Mistaka, I did not want to hear Pencil Thin Mustache, and I wanted to hear Oldest Surf on the Beach. I got all three of them. Yes. So Plus, this was the greatest his, concert ever. His bonus favorite song of the karaoke thing. So yay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the huds of the world, there's, there's no way. There's absolutely, this is what you want to hear. The acoustic versions, of, the, the, the group doing acoustically 
you know, Volcano and stuff like that, and it's different. Yeah, yeah, he, he's even changing up Volcano. Yeah. So, I, I, I love that, because, I mean, I, you know, do I go to anybody else over and over again and see them live? Not, I mean, Weird Al with my daughter, right? <laughs> it's, it's actually, the last three times we've seen him, my daughter has gotten every song correct. What's gonna come next before he ever plays anything? She knows it's that choreographed. She knows exactly what's gonna be played. So, you know that's what acts have. That's what the acts do today. And here Buffett. Well, having said that, I have to point out that our set list was exactly the same as the Pittsburgh show. Okay. Exactly. Well, except that, there was one difference. I forgot to point this out when I was going through the set list. They did not do the Nadira song. Because he didn't leave the stage. I don't know if they did every time. I'd like to think he was having such a blast he didn't want to leave the stage. But I, they probably did it for time. But they cut the whole cultural infidel part. Oh, yeah. They Which went right from, what was the song? They, I, they cut the thing where they go to Robert G. I forgot what it was now. I like the deer or whatever, but uh, I don't really like uh, both, the Yeah, Cheeseburger. Right after Cheeseburger, they'd be cultural infidel. And then they do the Robert G. solo steel drum stuff and then they go into the acoustic bit but they cut Nadira and that's fine mm -hmm. and actually I, I liked it better I thought it had a better flow because the Nadira thing is just like a giant pledge break on PBS yes yes it just breaks into everything and you forget what you're doing for five minutes and then oh that's right we're at a buff again when so. I was talking about set list though I'm talking about year to year at Detroit rather than I know that tour is going to fall the same kind of thing I'm talking about every time you see them in the same city he changes it up enough for, compared to other acts, mm -hmm. for sure. So, yeah, I got I got no problem with that. But uh, I thought it was great. I thought it was it was a perfect day. The only way it could have been improved. Well, there were a couple of ways it could have been improved, but legal ways would have been like more beer if the beer would have been right next to me instead of a mile away. And that nine dollars a beer. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, speaking of that, forgot the part where uh, your wife lost a beer. Oh, oh I, yeah. I got a free beer. Speaking of, well, you got a free one. I got a free There's one. always the, yeah. yeah, that's right. One door closes and another opens. Universe. One door hits, or one itself. beer hits the ground and what another gets drunk. What happened in your story? I just bought two brand new $8 beers, or eight $9 beers, whatever. I came back. Eight fifty probably. Gave Sarah her beer and she promptly dropped her beer. Well, it was a, it was oh. a beach ball attack. A beach ball landed in front of her. It, it wasn't like, like knock her over. Yeah, anything. it didn't. It didn't hit her. It landed in front of her, and I don't know if it was the shock that caused her to drop her beer, or if she was thinking, "I'll just hit the ball back and then continue drinking." But in doing so, in removing both hands Lost from the from the cup, the cup will that will cease to be in front of oh. me. She's going. Like, I forgot about gravity. Yes. <laughs> I got a whole new beer because people <laughs> sat in beer. our seats I hope while you we. Enjoyed Sarah's it beer. was good. good. We went somewhere. I don't know. If we just like went to the bathroom or something. Then we came back and people were all sitting in our seats. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's our seats. Oh, and they left their beer. beer in the couple. And I'm like, this is a full beer. So I, I took <laughs> full advantage of that. There's seats all over, in front especially and stuff. But I mean, there's people sitting right next to us. So we got Patty and her friend, and then and Annie, and then. This, this couple was sitting next to Annie. Then we left, we come back, and they're in our seats. They just moved over. But people are there where they were sitting, so they were in the wrong seats to begin with or something. And, and, uh, and then uh, she, I mean, then they, they had a big problem. They had a big problem with this when they said, well, you're, you know, we're, we're sitting here. And then 
Oh, well, didn't she say something to you or something? Uh, oh, no, no, it was Patty. It's when we weren't there. Patty was saying, hey, you know, my friends are sitting there. It's like, no, we, we can wait till we get back. Because her friends are sitting there. And she's like, well, I don't see him here now or something. She was oh, being that, all bitchy to Patty. Huh. Yeah, just like Baseball. your little story. And, yeah. and the 17-year-old boy that came and, and, and my little story. Uh, but she was, she was not a kid. People, but kids are disrespectful, and that's a whole. Other so story. I got her free beer. Good. So they left. So I think they were friends with the, the rest of the row. And they were, there was all kinds of seats, and they were telling them to sit there. But now the lady was all bent out of shape. But before she was being cool, she was giving us a, a sharpie whenever the beach ball came when we were writing on it. So she was sharing the sharpie, and then next thing you know, it turned ugly. Well, like Mickey always said, there's a very fine line between parrothead and asshole. A drunk parrothead and an asshole. Yeah. I don't want to get in trouble with all parents. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like a, yes, it was just, uh, that was just odd. And then there was the, there was a guy and a girl, and the girl was right there kind of in front of Patty, and, and uh, she was having a good time. She was like around the aisle, and she was just having a good time and dancing, drunk and dancing around her boyfriend or her husband or whatever. And they're younger, and they're having a good time. And the next thing you know, he was acting kind of weird. Then he left, and then she came down and said, he, he, he won't come back down. He wants to leave. Whatever. They got like a fight. You know, just, again, just drinking and feeling something. And she was just having a good old time. It was just weird. Odd. Huh. We didn't have any of that drama. Well, at least nobody got kicked out in our section. Like last year. That argument. People, if you were ahead of us, and then they're just like... Uh, people oh, that really weren't yeah, doing yeah, anything, we they, they got removed. Like, they were yelling more, even though they were doing anything, the they show, started right? yelling and freaking out, and then they got kicked out. Huh. Yeah, it was drama. <laughs> That's right, I remember that. That was some woman, that was a drunk woman starting with stuff. Well, was drunk women. Saying holds true. <laughs> so what did you guys do after the show? So we don't have to okay, go into detail. I'll tell you what we did. Got back to the car. <laughs> and he dove into the into the I ate dill the fuck dip. out of that chip dip. It was so good. <laughs> I mean she had I mean, she was bent over because we didn't have tables. The thing was like on a cooler. And she ate it, ate it, ate it. And the next day I got honest. sick. I think that dill dip was I have bad. to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I coveted the entire container of it and then I like made my little table out of a cooler away from everyone else because yeah, I didn't want to share. Eating, eating, and finally after a while it was like And then I woke up at five at in the morning <laughs> and I had to throw up and it was all like white liquidy <laughs> stuff and I knew it was all that dip because it had been out in the heat all day while we were tailgating sitting in the car and the ice was all melted by then so it's not like it was cold as it's supposed to be and yeah. it got it got bad. I don't know if it was really bad. She he had tries to tell me that it's because I was drinking, but I stopped drinking. The last drink I had was at like 12 or 12.30 before we left the parking lot to leave the whole thing. So like there's no way that no, could have been. midnight. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's, great. I know, I know. So that's not so what made me sick. Since the last drink. So that's not what made me sick. I only drank at the end of the night. night. Yeah, the last drink <laughs> I had was right before I went to bed. Come on. <laughs> that's not what made me sick. I metabolized all that out. It's not what made me sick. I just wanted to clarify that. But anyway, eventually, I, you know, I'm ta we're talking and stuff, and I take a chip or a veggie or something, and I go over to the dildo, but it's <laughs> Now I know she's not there anymore because it's gone. It's just it's sitting there. She left the remnants of it. It's like it was an animal the whole thing. It was so but good. But that's, we got some, I remember Patty going, where's my Ritz crackers? You have my Ritz crackers? She had some 
box of Ritz crackers. Do you find them? I, could, I can't find Joe them back find there. Them the next, the next day. morning, they're right in the car. We enjoyed them at home. <laughs> but she was all about the Ritz crackers. Um, I feel bad. But, you know. And that's what we, you know. And then people got their stuff out of the car. I had Mickey's video camera for a yeah, few I left weeks. Because I went on vacation, so. <laughs> but everybody got their stuff and uh, I didn't know he was gonna leave the city with it. And it was all <laughs> and it was <laughs> turns out you could have just left it in the limo. Everything was fine with the limo. <laughs> I didn't go we didn't go back to you the You didn't limo, go back before though. the show. Right. Not before the show, you're right. That, so, that was uh, the deal. And then we I waited mean, for traffic. I left it with Schmo and then went right into the stadium. That's why most of my video this year is gonna be with a normal camera instead of a stupid cell phone. And only the concert stuff's gonna be with a cell phone. But uh, and then we, traffic was kind of bad, you know. So we didn't. We just kept doing that. Then Hud went and got his truck and brought it back because he had those the field trip girls. They stayed with us while he got his truck. We kept the. But dynamic. thankfully, we didn't have to start the vehicle this time. Yes, I didn't. Last year we had to jump my fusion. Yes, yeah. I mean jump the vehicle. But uh, this is a newer car. But well, that was a new car too. I mean, only a few years old. But then uh, I kept starting it during the day just to make sure. And I had my jumper cables. Cool. So, so we had no problem with traffic. <laughs> well, yeah, we did, but we didn't care. We didn't care. Yeah. We just waited. Well, it was, it was nice, but it was like nobody in the parking lot. It's amazing. Nobody's there, but everybody's just 30 yards away sitting there in the yeah. car. It's just, it reminds me sometimes at Michigan games where people hurry up to get in the car and actually you see the same car an hour and a half later in the same spot. And you're like, why? And then they're telling you to leave, not here, but like at Michigan games, but you can't go anywhere. So, um, I mean, you know, it was just gridlock for a while, but then I kind of took the back way and then it wasn't too bad. I got on the expressway and I was going down the river, so, so it was pretty easy for me. She was, she slept up there. All the way home. All that dildo. All that dildo. Shut up. She was metabolizing dildo. She it's a long day. I did, I did not get the privilege of taking a nap at the tailgate because I was indulging myself in the fun. Not napping. <laughs> what a difference year makes. Last year you were sleeping for... Me and Kate took a nap. Yeah. That's fun. I, I was awakened by HUD. <laughs> I don't recommend this type of... <laughs> <Roll water. laughs> That's not a good awakening, is it? <laughs> Just something about it. <laughs> well, we had our limo rendezvous, so we were able to get right to it. We didn't yeah. have to where order was, anything. Where it was right in front of the Fox? In front of the Fox. Okay, cool. And it was already there when we got there? Yep. Cool. We, uh, I, I logged into my home computer now that I was away from the stadium and found out that my concert recording had stopped. So I immediately started it in hopes of catching the replay. And uh, apparently I started recording just as... The Robert G. Instrumental started. The Brown Eyed Girl one right before the concert. Hey. So I missed the pre-show chat. I have the pre-show chat from the original live broadcast, and I have all the music from the replay. And the limo had Sirius, so we were able to listen yeah. to the show. We listened to the show. Yeah, so when we got back to the car, it did turn on the show. We caught it right at the beginning. And then I heard it end as I got her home. So that's how long and plus my drive was. So now so. like you just left my house and you dropped me off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is the studio audience. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> All of a sudden, this is a boxing guy. <laughs> but it's true. What did, yeah, it's true. <laughs> no, but I mean, by the time I at your house, the show ended right then. It was like perfect timing. Uh -huh. And then. <laughs> Dill <Dildam. laughs> No, that was a while later. <laughs> she dove into this thing and, and was, just slipped her way out. It was so good. I couldn't, you couldn't see the thing until, because her hair was all over. I she couldn't turned stop eating it. <laughs> it was like. That's exactly. It was like compulsive. Exactly. She moved it. She goes, we're eating it. And she's like, ah, ah, you know, and she moves it off the bumper, <laughs> takes it to the, a cooler. And then she's, then her hair is hanging on all sides of the, you can't see the container anymore. My hair and she's all moving the and then she lifts it up and it's empty, <laughs> spitting around. Yes, my hair was pinned was up. Was her face in the shape of a dildip container? No. Did you have to like squeeze your head to pop her face back into it? I wish what? life was like it a cartoon. It just tasted <laughs> good. I kept eating it. <laughs> Yeah. It was so good. I would like another container of that place. <laughs> it was At so least we good. didn't have any shrimp left over. Let's eat that after the show. Oh no, that would have been, <laughs> we would have got sick like so quick. <laughs> How do you metabolize that? <laughs> but all in all, it was cool. And then I was able to decompress the next day. You, I know you had to go to work, so it's the same thing. But I used it to do lawn work, clean out the car. And then go on vacation well, Monday no, morning. Was, it was yeah Sunday, right? That's what I mean. Yeah, next day was a Sunday. I just took a day. Yeah, I was relaxing. I didn't. I didn't go to see Mac. I just took it easy. It was nice. Yeah. It was I mean, recovery. I cleaned out the car from all the tailgate because I just you know. You get and all the prizes I won, I won so many prizes. Like what? I got Dilted. a paddle ball. I won him some little like man purse. Oh, oh <laughs> he already has a use that. It's a lunch bag that folds up into a little rectangle, and then it's like an insulated lunch bag. It was a, the fact that's what he was bringing to volleyball. Well, apparently he's got two now. I guess. I want that. I want fancy. Yeah. Go blue. <laughs> Stupid bag. <laughs> yeah, the go blue with the second like script. But it's it's a it's a woman's tote bag. <laughs> and I, like an idiot, I, I used what it. What other presents? Somehow, he took HUD. He'll Point. love this. I'm sure he'll love this. It took her like 0.7 seconds to rag at me. Nice gay bag in there as well as soon as I walk up the steps. <laughs> right then I said, why didn't I think this was a bad idea? <laughs> That's because I had run over the tampon oh, that I had with my car. Remember, I won like three shirts. I did that spin around game and then walked the line. I was so good at it. You, it's like you're drunk walking, but you're trying to walk the line, but you get blindfolded. They spin you around and then make you try and walk this line while you're blindfolded. Yes, it is but if so you really, awesome. If you really have enough drinks, no, but it I kind did, of balances itself yeah. off. I did right. so you good. Just, I literally walked the I like to see you try to do that after all that still does. All right. There it is. And challenge accepted. Last <laughs> I did so good. I won that. You fell right into her. What other games did you know. We played the ticket game where you stand in this little boxing and they like oh they had all the all the dollars but they weren't real dollars and so then flying around like each one it says it what prizes you win so it's bankers so you win if it's not real dollars well no well, and some of them are big coupons pissed. all the prizes that i wanted they were out of so oh, then well, she cheated <laughs> I, she I went one, on the back of them they were usually blank but some of them had something written or had a sticker on it. I found some win. on the ground. So I, I get all these things, none of them have anything. They get them out, you know, get the container out, and they look and there's nothing, but then she reaches over and puts this thing in my pile <laughs> under my arm, whether they're just so that I could win the prize I the radio station. 
pink sunglasses <laughs> that are like child's pair. I was gonna say, it's sure funny. high quality. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was from like some janky dollar did, store. Did you win the flip flop toss too? This time we did the flip flops. You did flip flops with your yeah, hands. Yeah, you didn't use your feet to kick. Last them. year she kicked them off her feet oh, and tried to land them in this bullseye. I want a shirt at that too. Like shuffleboard with. I won the last yeah, shirt at that yeah, thing, too. Something. I won Yeah, because so Wally much stuff. Did, like, she keeps winning. Stuff. <laughs> I won so All these much little stuff. stuff that you don't really care. <laughs> you and win. she's carrying them off and we're trying to carry around. There's a bag. <laughs> Wait, tell everybody what song you think this is. I'm not done. <laughs> is this turn the page? <laughs> okay, then I'll say she said. <laughs> 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 Anyways. Good evening from Detroit. Comerica Park, home of the Detroit Tigers. That brings up something. You want to talk to me about something? I got that great? Yeah, I got well, yeah. something on my chest. What do you got on your chest? First of all, before we get to that. Okay. How about Jackson Brown? What? Huh? Come what? on. I mean, to hear him, those songs again. Yeah. He is terrific. He's just, I know. He's, what a wonderful. Uh, now, you know, but he hadn't been on Radio Margarita. There's some things we had to work out, but we're going we're gonna to get him on. He's coming back after April. But for those of you who didn't get to hear it, I suggest you go out and buy a Jackson Brown album right now. I definitely suggest that. But. What is it? And then let's talk about, okay. All right. So the big, the big news in the country is, so let's dispel. Let's get let's get the country our version of Detroit. And everybody thinks Detroit filed bankruptcy. It doesn't look like it to me. Doesn't look like it to me either like, out there. I mean, look at this crowd. Can you see the crowd? Now, I gotta tell you something, Detroit gets a bad rap because people don't unless you're from here or been here for a while. This is a rock and roll town, always had been, and they love to party, and they're a hard-working... Besides Motown, let's talk yes. about all the rock and rollers that come here. Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels. Yeah, Seeger. Bob Seeger. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Oh, uh, come on, everybody. Yeah. Kid Rock. Yeah, Kid Rock's running. Kid Rock yeah, next yeah, generation, yeah. but <clears throat> Detroit is one of my favorite places to play, and for the past two years, we're going to put over 40,000 people in the stadium tonight. That doesn't that's sound like bad. a city that's on the brink of disaster. No, I, I think it's probably sounds just a, like a city sounds, you know, that's it on sounds the, like it a, sounds like restructuring. A renaissance. A renaissance. A renaissance. A restructuring. I have a plan for Detroit. Okay, let's hear. Uh, I have a plan for the rebuilding of Detroit. What, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? The first thing that I would do is I would go to. I'd legalize pot and start urban farming. You know something? The rain, the the torrential rain. Last night, you know, I couldn't tell see. us about this. Well, listen, yeah, we were here at Sound this to the. Well, they were just blowing. Okay. Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be like NPR. Okay. You know how they do sound effects behind okay, this? Okay. So I'd like you to describe sound check as the rainstorm came in. I All will right. do the sound effects like on NPR. All right, here we are. We're, we're, we're doing bop, 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 bop. Knees in my heart. Bop, yes. bop, bop, <laughs> bop, bop, <laughs> I got a question for you. I said, what, what happened? I mean, the, the rain the, came down. The heavens, the heavens opened up, and you said, I said, the, the, the cheese trees in Wisconsin are going to grow. But you know what it is? The blueberries and the pot and you, the UP are going to grow. You could grow some good we know pot. how good the soil is for blueberries in the Upper Peninsula. Now, is this what you want to talk about? You want to talk about pot? 
Well, I think I'm just talking about an economic recovery for the city of Detroit. Okay. Which I, I'm just giving a suggestion. Okay, let's hear the suggestion. I'd say I'd say urban agriculture for medical purposes would be a big step in the right you direction. You know, there's a lot of vacant lots on the way down from our a lot hotel. Of, a lot of room here. A lot of room. That would be a great thing so, to grow. That's just that's just Jimmy's Jimmy's kind of addition. Yeah. You know, and then. Detroit is a beach town. We're on the Great Lakes system. What is the second, uh, has the most coastline in the United States? Besides, Michigan. That's right. Michigan. Besides Florida's first. Right. Michigan's second. That's right. Oh, yeah, it is a beach town. I start promoting Detroit as the beach town, which we've done for the past two years. Oh, you bet it is. And just to let the rest of the world who listens to us know that there's a reason that 40,000 people come out to see us here, probably one of the two biggest audiences we play in the entire world, it's in Detroit, Michigan. I just want people to know that. So when they listen to the show tonight, whatever you can do to help, fine. But they grow it, I'll smoke it. Oh, you will? Yes. You'll inhale? And yes. <laughs> okay, and you I, heard it on Radio Margaritaville. Jimmy inhales. Well, I haven't before this show, but... <laughs> But look at this crowd. I, know, right? I walked out there. First of all, our crew did such a great job here because people don't. It's, it poured down rain. We've been in 105-degree heat on stage for the last few days. The local crew and our crew, I have to thank because nobody knows what it takes to put a show like this together. And then I got to walk around out front. You can hear all the way up to the top. People are in the mood. We got great weather. And Michigan Jackson Brown warmed them up. I'm ready to go get them. So just remember, people. We're in Detroit, Michigan. Comerica Park. Comerica Park, where 40,000 people paid good money to come see us. I don't think Detroit has anything to worry about. And anything I the can do to help Detroit come back, I'm going to do. Well, yeah, and you heard it here on Radio Margaritaville. And Jimmy says, grow pot and legalize it. <laughs> legalize it, man. Legalize it, man. That's what he said. That's Bobby G. Bobby, Bobby G. G says legalize it. Legalize it. Johnny Martini says legalize pot. Yeah. Oh, there's. No, he says legalize vodka. No, but it's already legal. <laughs> but oh. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for them. And it's, uh, but it goes back. I was thinking back to uh, the Raven Gallery in Southfield, Michigan, about oh. 20 people in the audience. Oh, the Raven Gallery. I, I don't ever forget those days, so I'm very appreciative of walking out there tonight to this. It's a nice. I'm ready to go get them. A nice-looking crowd. And just as long as you just keep your shit together on stage, we're going to be okay. My shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. Uh, did you I, have any more of that pot? <laughs> no, 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 I have not. No, I just want to say it. No, it's, uh, that's rec it's a recreational no, we, medical thing. No, me. I know. Especially at, at our age. Show, I am stressed out. Uh, yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I am so stressed out. Uh, <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a scientific thing. I have a large amount of adrenaline and endomorphins in my system. You need to come down. Calm down. down. Calm Jimmy down. That's Michigan calms me, me down. down. There's I know, the I know. We have a dear friend that helps calm you down after the show. Yes. He has, has something for you, a little libation. Yes. Yes. Huh? Yes. Yes. Last time I looked, we weren't in the insurance business. We, we were in the rock and roll business. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We are, yeah. All right. So yeah. that's enough. Uh, right. But we wish Detroit a bright future with great people here. And I've been reading the local papers here. It seems like 
people here are taking this as a challenge, and we know how they react to the challenge. So good luck, Detroit, and I hope this is the best first day of the next year of this city. That's great. That's what I'm going to walk out there and say. That, you know, that's a great opening line. Yes. Oh, Hi. thank you, Detroit. Wait, is that a tear in your eye? It is. Oh, Bonk's, Bonk's tearing up. So uh, we'll see you guys in Alpine Valley again. Right. Can't wait. And then we may have to do a few more of these. Yeah. Hello, Detroit, Michigan. Welcome to the first day of the best next generation in Detroit. So I'd like to say hello to all you people on the top deck way back there, the future urban marijuana legalized growers of Michigan. I'd bring a little money in, wouldn't it? Anyway, I know Matt feels that same way, and you're, and you're here tomorrow for uh, are you staying here tomorrow? I'm here tomorrow. We got Wounded Warrior. A Wounded Warrior benefit Max doing tomorrow? Ferndale. In Ferndale. So yeah. please come out and support. Our support for Wounded Warriors and uh, what would Jimmy Buffett do? Play Detroit! song uh yeah we don't drift far from what we know about we got surfing weather fishing getting high drinking rum tequila i'll stay in that i don't have any problem with that and catching a baseball game occasionally mike Utley, big baseball fan right? oh yeah oh yeah all right Tigers are out of town. That's why we're here. Did you know that? Did you, did you know they're in first place? I know that they're in first place. The Detroit Tigers are in first place. I keep up with them. So do oh, I. Yeah. All right, I got to tell you something. I don't know why, but I'm, I got the whole Tiger dressing room to myself. How did you rate that? Well, because I have such an extensive wardrobe. I don't know. I, I was in there. I felt like I was in a shrine or something, you know, and I'm looking around. But I got to tell you what. I'll tell you this because when the Tigers come out of the dressing room, there's like a, a code of uniform. And they have little pictures of what they have to wear to go out there. I didn't pass shit. Uh, I didn't have the right shirt or the right pants, and certainly I did not have the right shoes. This is a dance song. We got some hot chiquitas in the front row. So, uh, last time I looked, this was a dance in town all the way back to Don Cornelius. Those hockey songs take it out of you, man. I got checked at the, I got checked at the corner there, you know? All right.
Once again, Matt gets to play another country star, part-time. Tell them about it, Matt. Every once in a while, I get to be a Jimmy Buffett, like when you run way over there and kick a beach ball when the verse is about that to That is correct. I was all the way over there, and I couldn't get back because I was, I was in my hockey mode. I was, I was skating in that direction. Nice slap kick. I like it. Thank you. The thunderstorms are gone, but I can't do much about volcanoes in Michigan. They have those up in the UP, I think, don't they, Mike? Oh, they do. They do. But they have great blackberries, and they grow other other crops up they there. Do. They have wonderful black no, blueberries. 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 It's actually hot. Well, skew and what? Hot. Well, we're gonna do this one for you right now because uh, this was uh, this is a song written by my my friend Stephen Stills, a great Crosby Stills and Nash song that everybody at bar. Oh, we're not doing that now. Oh, Max said we're not doing this. <laughs> the wind's coming in for sure. Well, hang on, let me clear my set list off here. Hang on. <laughs> well, now I can see it. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got this new show we're going to do for you. Look, we gotta, we, we've been working hard in 105 degrees tonight. Our brains are a little fried, okay? All right. Well, with the wind blowing the confetti on the stage, it also brings in some fragrances from the audience. Lord was born in our time, Mississippi. Kind of close, yeah. It's time to remake this town. I think you can do it. It's about my hometown of Mississippi tonight. We're going to send it out to the great city of Detroit, Michigan. Y'all bring it back. I believe there are tiger sharks here tonight. How good this feels for so long, and uh, I hope, as I said, this is the start of a new day. Strong towns, great rock and roll fans forever, loyal parent heads. Whatever we can do, we will help you. I think starting off with a party isn't a bad idea, you know? We went down to Connecticut Park.
Denver. We love you. That's life on the North Coast, wasting away. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs>